Hello everyone, my name is Andy Spiteri, and I'm the host of the ZeldaCast, and the Omega Metroid Podcast, and Virtual Theater. As you can tell, I really love podcasting. After almost six years of the ZeldaCast, five years of Virtual Theater, and four years of the Omega Metroid Podcast, I swore that I would never make another podcast, but here I am today, excited to announce not one, not two, but three extra bonus shows that you can get each month on my newly reimagined Patreon channel, available at patreon.com forward slash spnet. You'll have your choice of bonus shows, depending on which tiers you choose to sign up for. Each podcast has its own monthly bonus show. The ZeldaCast will have the ZeldaCast Top 10s, where we can have some fun and give out a classic ranking on different topics each month with a different guest. Omega Metroid will continue with the Great Metroid Area Ranking, where we are ranking every single area in the Metroid series. And Virtual Theater will debut the Spiteri's Review, a show where my wife and I will give some thoughts on movies or shows old and new. There's also an ultimate tier that will get you access to all of these bonus shows if you really want to take your Spiteri podcasting to the next level. If that isn't enough, all shows feature a level of interactivity where patrons can weigh in and vote on which topics, shows, and areas we discuss next. Membership starts at as little as $1 a month, so I'm hoping you'll check out all the great bonus content that's going to be coming your way on patreon.com forward slash spnet. Whatever your bonus show of choice, I want to thank you for listening, and I hope to be able to see you over at patreon.com forward slash spnet. everybody and welcome to the Zelda cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spiteri, joined by Allison Aletha. What's going on, Al? How you doing? Doing good. It's Super Bowl Sunday, for those who care. <laughs> yes. Super Bowl is indeed today. Taylor yeah. Swift leading Kansas City to their first ever, maybe not their first ever Super Bowl, I don't know, but it's her first season with the team. Good job, Taylor. Yeah. Good job, Taylor. Single-handedly yeah. took them to the Super Bowl. I love it. It, oh my god, we're gonna get so much crap for it's, that. It's <laughs> uh it Patrick Mahomes in San Fran, right? I I have no idea what you just said to me, but sure. Okay, so so listen. Uh we're a couple Zelda nerds here. One of us is in Canada, you know, so forgive us for not being <laughs> on top of our Super Bowl. But it is Super Bowl Sunday, and I know that's yep. important to a lot of people, and a lot of people are having a, a good old party day today. And yep. uh, if you're listening to this on Monday, well, I hope you're not too hungover from the Super Bowl. And I hope that your team won, whoever that team may yeah, be. I agree. I was actually explaining to Allison about the Canadian Football League before we started uh, recording today. And how our league, I actually, I dare say, while the quality of talent is, is obviously not there, I will say I think one thing that our Canadian Football League does exceptionally well is uh, is pace the games a little bit more. Because as you, as an Allison now knows, there's only three downs in Canadian Football League rules. Which is crazy. That's crazy to me. You gotta you gotta risk it a little bit more for the biscuit mm-hmm. in the CFL. You gotta throw, you gotta make a little bit more dangerous plays. It can lead to a little bit more turnovers. It's a it's an exciting brand of uh of football. 
Yeah, I mean, to me, that sounds crazy, but I, I would appreciate that it would speed up the process a bit, I think, and make things a little bit more exciting, because as we were talking about, sometimes football can feel a bit slow. A bit slow, yes. Yeah. Um, you know what? I <laughs> This is a Zelda show. We're going to get there. But like, so I, I can't sit here and say to everybody listening that I have strong feelings one way or the other for Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think her music is like, it's it's fine. Like, yeah. uh, there's some songs that are really catchy and that I like. There's some songs I'm just like, Meh. She's a good artist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so I'm, I'm pretty indifferent on Taylor Swift. But I will say, I just, I love how, like, mad Taylor Swift is making all these football fans be like, stop showing Taylor <laughs> Swift or whatever. Like, people. And she gets, is, like, five seconds of screen time. <laughs> this is going to be the most viewed Super Bowl, I bet you, by, like, 100 miles because of Taylor Swift's involvement in there. Because people that would mm-hmm. never, ever, ever watch the Super Bowl are going to be watching for, for Taylor Swift. Who's who's doing I the think, halftime show today? Do you know? Uh, Usher, I believe it is. Usher? And, okay. Yeah. Um, some rumors are swirling around that people saw Justin Bieber also arrive in the area where they're doing it. I don't know if it's Las Vegas or whatever. But... So they're wondering if Usher and Bieber are going to be together. But Bieber, Bieber just also... did the NHL All-Star game, too. Oh, okay. Man of many talents. But I, I I, think I heard that Taylor is actually on tour. So she won't... I don't know if she'll be there. Ah, uh, so what I read, Allison, is that Taylor Swift is now in Japan. I think, right. No, I think she was in Japan, like, yesterday or the night before. She didn't know soccer or something like that. And, uh-huh. uh, it, like, the official... Twitter account of like Japan or like the government of Japan tweeted out like don't worry Taylor Swift will be back in time for the Super Bowl. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I guess we'll see. I think I saw somebody on TikTok they were predicting and they were like they were like, yeah, Usher's going to do the the halftime, but it's going to cut halfway through and Taylor's going to take over. That'd be and awesome. We don't deserve it, but we but we want it. <laughs> she just comes out with money in the bank, just like smacks <laughs> Usher. I like I I think Usher is a good singer, but like what like I don't know, man. Like, what's where's this guy been for like the last fifteen years? I haven't heard I a know. new single. I can only really think of like one single from him, which is like that. I'm also yeah. like second guessing if it even is Usher. Please let hold on. All right. Well, um, you find that out. We we are going to talk about some uh, some Legend of Zelda today. Don't you worry, guys. But uh, um, we're we're going to be talking Legend of Zelda. But we're also oh, we've got confirmation. It is Usher. Uh, okay. 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 Confirm okay. Usher. Thank you, Sam. Um. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. Like. What's he get? Is he just gonna sing like "Yeah" on fifteen minute loop? Right, that's the only song I know. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh my god, I used to have that in my iPod Shuffle. That song. I still have that in my iPod. I don't even. I think it's just like a legit iPod. I have it literally upstairs. Like we play music yeah, on that nice. bad boy still to this day. <laughs> um, all right. So we're gonna be talking a little bit of Zelda today, but but to be honest with you guys, this is more so going to be a show that's focused on the next generation of consoles, uh, the Switch Two specifically, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna detail some some thoughts about, I guess what we want the Switch Two to some features and, and stuff like that. What we what we can like realistically expect and not that we could expect anything because anything could happen, but I think mm-hmm. we're, we're going to go over some stuff that we would expect, maybe some stuff that we would like on the switch to uh, maybe we could even take a stab at, at uh, when we think we're going to see it. The rumors are are swirling that it's going to be a March release. Um, a couple source. I, I I've seen a couple sources uh, and I say sources very loosely mm-hmm. um, indicate that it's going to be a March reveal it's, I mean, you just type in Switch 2 Rumors oh, online. Oh, reveal. Okay, uh, yeah, a that reveal. makes sense. Yeah, sorry, to, yeah. to clarify. 
you type in Switch 2 rumors on, in Google, and it's just like this smorgasbord of like, you know, anything you could think of. It's like, oh yeah, the Switch 2 can like connect to your hot tub and change the temperature on the fly. You know, it's like, <laughs> okay, great. Um, so we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about uh, about what games that we think could be potentially released in the first year of release. And, uh, and we're going to be talking about Microsoft, actually, which is something that we do not really do on this show. But I I don't know. I, I feel like I kind of wanted to and, and just kind of wanted to talk about something a little bit different. But we are going to get kicked off with our bread and butter here, The Legend of Zelda. And uh, for anybody that did not know, there was a, uh, a live orchestra that you can check out for free. I believe it's on Nintendo's YouTube channel. And uh, it's it's like it harkens back to those to those quality days of symphony of the goddess does it not i miss those days i'm yeah. actually really excited because shad and i are going to go to a stardew valley concert like symphony concert coming up in may and i'm so excited because it takes me back to that time i did take yeah. him to one of those symphony of the goddesses um concerts in canada of all places and Ooh. we went to vancouver and I miss those days. I wish they would come back. Like me too. God, it's such a fun time. Like it's it's one thing to to see the music on stream. Like it was, it's awesome. The orchestra is awesome. But I think it's an, a totally other experience to like experience it live. I agree. And and even like I remember as a precursor to, um, to Symphony of the Goddess, there was um, there was just like video games live, uh, which mm. I think was was hosted by Tommy Tallarico. And, and I went to that and it was pretty cool. I didn't know a lot of the music, like a lot, there's like a lot of Uncharted, there's some Halo music, which I hadn't played at the time, but like, just like seeing that, you know, so like seeing all the video, seeing all like the, the orcs, it, it was such a cool, cool concept. And, um, yeah, so, so right now you can, uh, you could check out this, this, uh, performance It was pre-recorded, but you can check out this performance on Nintendo's YouTube channel. Um, I haven't actually got a chance to watch it yet, but um, it's up there right now, and uh, you know it's it's probably the closest thing that you're gonna get to uh, to Symphony of the Goddess anytime soon. So definitely definitely check it out. Also, mm-hmm. there also by the way, there's going to be a Splatoon three concert as well called the Deep Cut concert. Okay. So I you know I gotta say I would actually love to see. Like I'm not like the, the the biggest Splatoon fan, although I really like Splatoon. But like it has awesome music. I would I think that would be like very cool to check out. Like see all like I just imagine the crowd like almost looking like inklings in real life. Like they're all like very hipstery, very like you know yeah. fashion conscious or whatever. Uh, <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, I um I don't know anything about Splatoon music, but like I think that's awesome. You know what would have a good orchestra is we're gonna talk about this game in a few weeks, but Horizon would have like because horizon has insanely good music yeah like an orchestra and a choir for horizon i finished that game last night and i don't know how to live you the rest did of my did life. you so okay yeah and i'm like thinking oh that would be a really cool concert to go to um i was going to play it yesterday and i didn't oh but i, but I tried <laughs> i tried um but we i was i was about to go and play horizon but our kitchen faucet started leaking everywhere oh so we had okay. to replace. So actually, adulted Sam and I tag teamed this faucet, and we, uh, we we got it fixed. And you know, I don't like to. You know me, I don't like to pat myself on the back very much, Al. But uh, I was pretty proud of us for for doing that. Heck yeah, I think that's awesome. Good job. Um. So in addition to this uh, this Zelda Symphony 
for for lack of a better word, that is going on right now. They uh, they also revealed they being Nintendo. They also revealed a lie like a big life size Zelda statue, um, just like the Link one, just like the Ganondorf one. And I'm so glad because this statue looks awesome. Um, mm-hmm. This is. I love this this look for Princess Zelda from Tears of the Kingdom, like her old style look. So the statue is exactly like the new Zelda amiibo that just came out. Um, right. Where she's in her, like, I don't know, uh, outfit from the past or whatever. Um, it, it, it looks awesome. She has the Master Sword. It, it Yeah, it, it just, it looks spectacular. These statues just, my goodness, they look just incredible. Yeah. It's, it's a really, like such a beautiful image of Zelda and it's also very haunting because you know she's like stuck like that forever yeah. basically like 10,000 plus years at least and it's it's cool that they've kind of coined that as the image of Zelda from Tears of the Queen- Kingdom and then they created a big statue of it which is like actually very beautiful I'd love to like see it in person that would be oh, amazing I would I would love to see that as well yeah. um yeah, very, very cool. Uh, one other piece of Zelda news that we should touch on as well is uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Man, this game just keeps chuggling along. Just cracked the 20 million unit sales uh, milestone. So, Which is crazy. Which like, is that's, crazy. I think that's good, but it kind of sounds like it's slowing down a little bit. I, I think so as well, actually. Um, and so... Like, I, I predicted that it would sell less than half of what Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild sold. That's not... I'm not, like... I mean, I'm wrong. I, I'm wrong. <laughs> but I'm not, like, as wrong as you might think. Because Breath of the Wild is, like, 31 or 32 million. So, mm-hmm. half of that is, like, 15, 16 million. So, like, it's not... It's not that far off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. I mean, it's still doing good. I think that... Um, I think I was comparing this to like Baldur's Gate, you know, Baldur's Gate sold 20 million out the like within a few months. So yeah. that's kind of hard to beat. Yeah. Um, and it's funny actually, uh, because I, again, I, I haven't watched this yet, but um, I, uh, I was, you know, just going through YouTube and I saw a podcast from, uh, from Kit and Krista, who of course used to work for Nintendo at the Nintendo Minute. And their podcast was titled "Why Nintendo Would Be Disappointed by These Sales Figures," and and I really mm-hmm. wanted to to watch that and talk about it a little bit more at length this week, but I I just ran out of time. So maybe that's a conversation that we can have next week a little bit. But okay. um, I thought that was an interesting kind of take as well because it would be hard to to release a game, have it sell twenty million copies, and just be like, "Damn, I wish that it sold." A little bit more than that. You know what I mean? Right. It's kind of like when you hear about with um with movies and they have like a huge budget and then their box office doesn't do very good. And then they're kind of like, that was a flop. But I'm like, you still made yeah. like, you know, 20 million in sales or whatever. I'm just throwing numbers out there. But like, it seems yeah. it seems like a huge, ginormous amount. But then you got to consider the budget of what it took to make the 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 item that's being sold. Yeah, definitely. And and what it took to market it too. Right. Not that they marketed Tears of the Kingdom very much, <laughs> but I mean um that's neither here nor there. Okay. Yeah. Let's uh let's talk about Microsoft here a little bit. So as as of this recording, there are rumors that are swirling around and um and nobody quite knows what's going on with with Microsoft right now. And um there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot of uncertainty, and apparently they are going to be having a an announcement quite 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 soon. 
on the future of, of Xbox. Um, and that came directly from Phil Spencer, who said, like, listen, we're, we're going to let everybody know what's going on. And, um, you know, he, he just said to stay tuned and we're going to see what the future of the Xbox is, which, you know, I feel like it's funny because we were talking on the Zelda cast top tens about, um, I guess the tribalism for lack of better word back in the day mm-hmm. around like your favorite consoles or whatever. When I was like 20 years ago, there had been nothing that I was happier to hear other than like Microsoft was, you know, thinking of packing up their bags and stop they were going to stop making consoles. And that's what the rumor is, is that Microsoft is not going to be making consoles anymore. They're just going to turn into a software developer. Um, I guess before we, before we even like, before we even go any further, how does that make you feel? Like what, what do you, I don't know. What, what do you think about that? I, it's really hard for me to have any big feelings about it. I have never been like an Xbox person. Um, I know, I know my brothers liked Xbox a little bit more. They played Halo, they played mm. like a few, like Call of Duty and stuff. And I know that, I know that Call of Duty kind of spans differently, like among the consoles, but yeah, it's like, that's like a big game for Xbox players. So I know that my brothers liked Xbox a lot. I just personally didn't. And we didn't like, I will never be an Xbox household. So yeah. for me, it's just like, okay, I guess. But at the same time, it kind of makes me maybe a little nervous like like what what's really going on is this a pattern that that other companies need to look out for you know what i mean like what's Mm -hmm. really happening yeah and it's an interesting conversation because so i want to make it these are just rumors right like microsoft is what like the the richest company in the world yeah after amazon or something like like that happening Mm -hmm. but but i i do also think like there's probably a, a time where it's just like okay, this has been losing money for X amount of years, no more. Um, Which is funny Mm -hmm. because when Xbox first launched, they lost money on every console for like years um, on the original Xbox because it was so expensive to make and they Mm -hmm. were selling it at a loss just to be competitive with the GameCube and PlayStation 2. But yeah, you fast forward to today and it's just kind of like, yeah, that makes me sad because I I am like like an Xbox guy, but I think... I think like, and when I say Xbox, yeah, like I, I have, I have everything. I have PlayStation. I have Nintendo. I have Xbox. I have, I, I have everything mm. except Sega. I've never been a Sega guy, but okay. <laughs> um, you, you just kind of think, and it's just like, man, like for, for all like the, you know, for all the mistakes that Microsoft has made recently, and I think there's been a few. Um, it, it does kind of suck because it seems like the, it seems like the nail in the coffin here really is game pass that's what's kind of if you're to be believed that's what's causing the you know everything to kind of swirl here um and, and it's not that hard to to not believe either because like the the service itself is like a great idea like you can basically rent games and pay a subscription it's like netflix but for video games um mm-hmm. but then like and, and that's a whole other conversation by the way if you like just owning your games versus just streaming them um, yeah. we won't even have that conversation, but like, it, it's a good service for people that want it and that like it. But like, there's so many games that are just added day one to game pass. It's like, how are you making money? And it's, so it's, it's I funny think, cause it's a yeah. very customer friendly service that's tanking them. And it's mm-hmm. just like, I don't know how, like quite, I feel about that. It, it, it's kind of sad, but like, like, it seems like a bad idea and, and I think it is, but it, like it is a customer friendly service and I'm, I'm sad to see that go. Cause it's like, we could use more customer friendly 
things like that in this uh, in this industry? Yeah, I'm trying to think of not that I've done a deep dive on what PlayStation ha has in their store, what they got going on, but I think they have a system where they have older games. You could like, you mm -hmm. know, you could get through their their. Um, they also have some kind of pass, which I don't have. But like month, every month they have a new game, a new older game, I should say, that they like kind of feature, and they're like, hey, this is on sale, or you could like rent it. I think. Anybody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I've seen that where like, um, like the last of us, when, when the last of Us show was coming out, I think yeah. they had it on that, like on the pass for that. Or when the second star Wars game was coming out, uh, after, after fallen order, they had survivors. So fallen order was in that shop for the month or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it kind of makes sense in a way, but I don't think it makes sense to do it for brand new games. How are you going to make sales on your brand new games? That's the thing, right? Like, you, that's... I would feel like you would want to cater to the people with nostalgia, like you would that PlayStation seems to be doing. In again, in my limited opinion of whatever PlayStation's doing, yeah, like you would want to cater to nostalgia rather than the brand new thing that's coming out. Yeah, I mean that's that's it, right? Like, um, it just it, it doesn't seem viable to put like your big new releases on on like a, a streaming service, and and mm -hmm. I. Like, I don't care how many people sign up for that streaming service, even if it's at full price. And and it didn't used to be. Like, I remember when you were just like, oh, you could sign up for Game Pass for, like, a buck a month for, like, four months or five months or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's, like, 20 bucks now. But, like, even that, it's like, how, like, how is this viable? And the second thing, the second thing is, like, the, the rumor is, is that all of their, I say, quotes, all Xbox games going forward are, are rumored to be multi-platform now. And it's like, well, like why would like why would anyone own an xbox then because like you yeah you you know the venn diagram of people that have a playstation and xbox are the type of games that they enjoy i feel like is is pretty close to a circle you know what i mean like nintendo you know for what say what you will about the the console itself and the lack of power and stuff like that but like those the people that own nintendo consoles own it for nintendo games that you can only get right. on nintendo consoles right and yeah. And I think I think if Sony if it if the shoe was reversed and Sony was like, listen, all of our stuff is going to be on other platforms, um, I, like I I don't know that that I would... wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't have bought a PlayStation Five last year if yeah. I could get those games on Switch. So I just like uh, so I'm thinking I'm like, man, like that's like why would you ever buy an Xbox for? Mm -hmm you know, if, if all their games are going to be available on other consoles and like, you know, lo looking at Sony, it's like, well, I can't get the last of us on anything else. I can't get God of war on anything else. I can't get horizon. I can't get kill zone. I can't get et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, so that's like, that is something that seems wild to me. Um, uh, I think that there's like value in, in porting some games to like different, mm -hmm. like, like tunic is a good example, or, yeah. or let's just say they ever made another banjo kazooie game. That would be a, a game that's, tailor-made for your nintendo audience and i think that'd be good business but like mm -hmm. i don't know I, I just i feel like if you're putting halo on the playstation just throw it in you know i don't know yeah that's that does sound crazy putting halo on a different console than an xbox i think like also which is crazy because uh, microsoft has been buying studios like crazy like they bought activision they bought blizzard they bought oh yeah like all of these companies in order to bolster they're exclusive titles because like you look at the the roster of, of Microsoft exclusive titles and like it's it's a rough scene right now. Like you've got mm -hmm. I, I think Halo 
like back like 20 years ago halo might have been the biggest ip in the world and now it's just like what the hell happened to this game like halo mm-hmm. should be like what call of duty is now almost yeah um, yeah i agree fable that was like a huge rpg that just died oh, my a, brothers a death loved fable exactly well, what, were they coming out with a fable 4 i mean maybe but like the i feel like they just like they could have made that into like this big series, like this big right. RPG, like a Baldur's Gate, or like a, maybe not a Final Fantasy, but like something like that, or like a like a Skyrim or whatever. And it's it's not that. Mm-hmm. Um, Gears of War, I think I think Gears of War is kind of recovering a little bit, but like it it also like I think was in a better place twenty fifteen years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, For Forza is probably the one bright spot for Microsoft right now. Like that's a friend, but then again, let's. Maybe that's just my personal taste, but it's it's like a it's like a sports car, like racing franchise. I don't think that's like your system seller. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I don't know what to uh, what to make of this. It's uh, it's weird, and I hope that they kind of figure it out. But I I also am intrigued because I you know if I can play some Xbox games on my Switch too, it's like okay, cool. Like I I guess I don't have to buy an Xbox. So like yeah, it's, exactly. it's a weird time. It's a weird time. That does it's it's a little scary. Because it just, it also makes you wonder what's going on, what might happen with the rest of the industry, you know? Yeah. So Microsoft is obviously denying this. They have like a big town hall meeting. Phil Spencer is like, listen, we're, we're not going to stop making consoles. We're not going to, you know, nothing is going to happen. That, you know, of course you're going to say that because what else are you going to say, right? Mm-hmm. But it's interesting. It'll be interesting to, uh, to keep an eye on. Do you know when it. they're going to have like their their little all call announcement no hmm. no uh, all right i guess we'll hopefully soon see. because the longer that it goes on like the longer people are going to be like hey microsoft is getting out of the console game or like you're going to be playing halo 6 on playstation 7 or whatever right like also like imagine like if people are seeing these rumors imagine like their stocks people are probably jumping out yeah. of their stocks like "Ooh, we better jump ship yeah yeah, probably honestly, not good. no, probably not. And uh, so I hope that I hope that we have some clarity soon. I know our a lot of our listeners probably uh, don't don't really care about the the future of Xbox and Microsoft as a console maker. But I like I do think that it will have some implications going forward on Switch because I mean like you know Perfect Dark they got a Perfect Dark game in development that was a Nintendo game originally. The sequel Perfect Dark Zero was supposed to be a GameCube game. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, maybe Perfect Dark, the reboot, comes to Switch 2 and, and where everything comes full circle. Who knows? Maybe maybe we get Banjo-Kazooie back on the Switch. Maybe we get, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I yeah. think it's it's definitely worth keeping an eye on to uh, to see what happens here. Um, all right. So from one console to another, let's talk about the Switch 2. Okay. The Switch 2. Uh, my goodness, the rumors flying around the Switch 2 are they're not quite nx level of nuts mm-hmm. but they're they're pretty nuts now and I, I think that just shows like people are people are pretty starved for for some news here we talked about this a bit on zelda cast top tens um we are we're firmly in nintendo direct territory and as a matter of fact we had a direct last year by this point i believe because i saw my, oh okay i think i think that's right i think i saw my facebook I always, memories for some reason in my brain whenever it comes to direct time i'm like it's the middle of the month it's the middle of the month it's the middle of the month so i always wait until like the you know second third week of the month yeah to you know really what? like be like where's the direct <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna fact check myself oh yeah okay so last year february the 8th was the direct wow okay so february the 8th 
Uh, because- that was a, you know what? That was a huge. We talked about this a couple episodes ago. That was a huge direct for us. That was a big direct for us. Like February time was huge news mm. for us. Metroid Prime Remastered. Mm. <laughs> uh, it was, yeah, a very underwhelming Tears of the Kingdom trailer. I do remember. Um, a better Tears there's of the Kingdom so trailer. So much news came out though, like that in that month. I remember we were talking about like the year, analyzing the year, and February yeah. was like this long compared to every other month. Well, I mean that that is true because there was actually stuff that happened in February, and it felt like the rest. Yeah. It, it, like it felt like the rest of the year post Tears of the Kingdom. Like you had a release here or there, like Mario Wonder Pikmin, but yeah. I don't know. For me, it just felt like. For me, it was just like okay, like this this is coming to an end, like mm-hmm. quickly. Um, yep. And if I felt that way last year, I mean, I I definitely feel that way this year. Um, yeah. It's just like after Princess Peach Showtime, there is nothing, and we would we could still be getting a direct, but I think it's more likely that what's going to happen is we're going to get the Switch Two reveal presentation, and we're just going to ride out the rest of the year, a couple months with a few Switch games here and there, and then we're we're going to be bulking up for the Switch Two, because um, yeah, there's there is nothing nothing on the horizon for the switch yeah i i saw somebody on twitter or x or whatever um talking about how maybe nintendo is like holding out on talking about the switch too because they do have some like some games that came out last year that they're still wanting to have sales and if they announce the switch too they might not you know that might put a halt to like sales i think that argument is so bogus Uh, like Because you you have a hundred million switches out there already, like you uh-huh. you can't tell me that you're going to delay your future, the launch of a new console, because you want to squeeze two million more copies out of Super Mario Wonder. I yeah. I'm not buying that for a New York minute. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, and people enough. people said that to me when I was like, oh yeah, the Switch Two is going to be revealed in like December, and they were like, well, what about the holiday sales? And I was like, this game is going to sell whether Switch Two comes out yesterday, tomorrow, or the day after. So like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, not to not to I guess I am being dismissive of that rumor, but like I just I don't I don't <laughs> buy it. Um, it's just like the biggest thing that I've seen swirling around whenever I see a rumor pop up on Twitter, especially when people are like, there's no way they're going to announce it anytime soon like they still still think it's going to be this year but not like next month you You know know, here's my counter argument to that uh, a more legitimate counter argument to that is like there are always going to be games coming out for the switch up until the day that it comes out the stops being produced right like Mm -hmm. there's always going to be games like they 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 hold off on announcing the nintendo switch because they didn't want to sabotage the 3ds games that were coming out and worry about those sales no they didn't because it's silly you you announce it when you're ready, and then you you release it. And in the meantime, mm-hmm. Princess Peach Showtime is going to sell whatever it's going to sell. Mario Audi- or Mario Wonder is going to sell whatever it's going to sell. Whatever, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's always going to be a game that's coming out around the corner that you're going to have yeah. to announce this next system by. And if there's not, you know, they if, let's say they announce it after you know three months after Princess Peach Showtime comes out, it's like. Okay, well, we're announcing it. It's not coming out today. It's coming out in like six months. So, like, now what? Nothing for nine I'm, months. I'm not gonna lie. I'm really hopeful that they're prepared for the demand because yeah. when the Switch came out, there was like a like it sold out, you know. And I didn't get it for two weeks. I pre-ordered and didn't get it, get it for two weeks. Oof. PlayStation Five only really became available for like a lot of people last December, or I should say December 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Because for the longest time, like two ye- straight years, you couldn't get a PlayStation 5. And I know that COVID had a factor in that. Well, in the, in the PlayStation 5 aspect, not the Switch. But I just worry because I'm like, as soon as that Switch 2 is announced, I want to get my hands on one because I'm worried that I'm not going to. Yeah, totally. Um, we'll see. I, I hope, God, I hope you're right. But I could just see Nintendo pulling their same usual BS that they always pull with the switch yeah. 2 um so that being said like i i think the switch 2 is is imminent like it, it has to be imminent because okay there is not a dang thing coming for nintendo switch now this nintendo could release a direct next week and maybe maybe all that changes but um yeah i i think that it's around the corner so i thought it would be fun if uh if we had our own predictions and rumors to like the sea of predictions out there honestly you type in nintendo switch 2 rumor uh-huh. on google it's like holy cow it's ton uh, there's ton of different things so yeah I, I think that we should uh like kind of add in our own little little two cents here so i did create a little bit of a list and i think most of these are going to happen so i would classify these as predictions and any that's not a, a prediction i'll just reclassify as like something that i just want to happen okay um so do you just want me to read do you have anything that you want to ship in or just kind of go off my list here I'm wondering if, like, I have, like, two or three things off the top of my head, but I'm wondering if they're already on your list. I bet so. you they are. Yeah, if they're not, we'll, we'll get to them. Um, okay. okay. Number one, and I think that this is going to happen. Keep it simple. Don't okay. re- don't reinvent the wheel. Don't come out with, like, the something absolutely wild. Just, like, have a more powerful, a, a better running, a better functioning Nintendo Switch and I think that's all you need. I don't think that you yeah. need anything else. Um, Nintendo has a history of, you know, God bless them. They have a history of not resting on their laurels, right? Like they will try something new, even if it's what nobody wants, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, uh, so I, I think I think that that is what should happen and what will happen. Like I, I've used this analogy a bunch of times. I think it's going to be like uh, the Switch is going to be the DS. The Switch 2 is going to be the 3DS. Basically the same thing, but with a few extra, you know, bells and whistles added in. I have to believe that that is the route that they're taking for the Switch 2. I want to say that's what one of the things I had in mind as well is I want it to be something that's very compatible with what we've experienced for the last seven years with the Switch. Like, especially they're having those new Joy-Con come out with the Peach game and it's like... I can't help but think is like, why are you trying to sell those if you have a new console supposedly coming out soon yeah. that we're hoping for? And I'm like, but maybe it's because they're going to continue to use the Joy-Con. And I think that the Joy-Con are actually like an insanely cool and interesting controller. They just have yeah. issues. So like fix the Joy-Con, obviously, and keep them so that people who have been jo- buying Joy-Con for the last seven years can continue to use them. You know why we're such a good team? Why? Because you throw out the ball for a segue, and I crack it out of the park with the next thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so my next point, my next point, new controllers, but make it so that the Switch 2 is compatible with Joy-Cons for everybody that owns them. Yeah. But I okay. think that, yeah. I think that you want to replace the Joy-Con with a more, I, I don't know, like, what? Because I, I think that I really, I love the idea of the Joy-Con. Like, I, I think that that is an incredible idea, but, like... I, I think you need to replace it with something a bit more robust, um, something that is a little, uh, like a little bigger, particularly on portable, um, and that will make like a, a, like almost like a legit controller, like when you put it together, not like the Joy Cons. Uh-huh. 
Um, so like, I'm almost like, and, and, and listen, I have no idea, right? Like, like, but a pro controller that maybe is like a little transformer or something like that. He, he, he Optimus cool. primes a down and pro yeah, he like, he like yeah. fits on the, the switch too. And like, you know, maybe, maybe actually portable wise, you could get away with having the same amount of buttons, same amount of everything. But like when you take it out, you could like, you know, you can, and it's like this big, like legit controller. That's not gonna, yeah. that's not going to drift. And it's not going to like, like they, they cannot, they cannot release another shitty controller that you have to replace every couple months because your mm-hmm. left joystick is making you walk in a circle, right? Like that, that yeah. has to be fixed. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. The idea of like, because I'm also not like a huge, um, I like having the joy cons and collecting the joy cons for mm-hmm. when I am portable or when I have my brothers come over and we play multiplayer stuff together. Yeah. But I'm also like more of just like a regular controller type of person and I like playing on my TV versus portable. So the idea of getting to like mix my Joy-Con with like some kind of transforming effect to make it a pro controller, like I'm down for that. That sounds awesome. Um and then I I think I would as well like like you can make it so that your Switch uh your Switch 2 rather is compatible with Joy-Cons like you can you know, you can still use them or whatever, like, uh, connect them to the Switch 2. I don't know if I would, like, on portable mode, and we're assuming, by the way, that Switch 2 is portable, like, the same general gimmick as the Switch. I can't imagine them going backwards from that, like... No, I don't think so. I think it has to be. But, so, this is what I would say. I would say that I don't think that portable would would or maybe should support Joy-Cons. It'll support, like, the new controller, um, I, I still, like, I think I would have, like, on the, the dock, like, the Switch dock, maybe a spot to charge some Joy-Cons if you want. Like, almost like N64 style. So, like, at the back of the dock or whatever, you could just, like, slot your two here. You could slot your, your Peach Joy-Cons here. You could slot your Animal Crossing ones here. You could slot your Zelda ones here. Whatever, right? Have a mm-hmm. spot where you could charge those Joy-Cons. But I think for, like, yeah, for the handheld, you want, like, the Transformer Joy-Con. Almost like the, uh, you've seen those unofficial, like, um, I don't even know what you call them. Like, I, they're Joy Cons, I guess, but they like they feel like a controller. Like, they have a grip. They have something that you can like hold in your hands. So you know what I'm talking about? No. It's, is it like just a? Is it a different company that like? Yeah, it's a third party company. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it but instead of like just like the standard Joy like the Joy Con, there's like it's like a grip. Like you you know like when you hold like the N64 controller, there's that little groove that you could fit. Oh in yeah, the yeah, of yeah. Your hand. Like like yeah. that, I would imagine what the new controllers would would look like, and yeah, just okay. like a little bit beefier, you know. Okay. So that's uh, I don't know. I think that's more that's kind of more of a want for uh, for transforming controllers, but I do think that like new Joy Cons is going to happen, and it's a must because these Joy Cons, no good. Yeah, yeah, no I good. agree. It's been such an issue. Um. Okay. So this this is absolutely not a want it's a want but it has to happen if this doesn't happen i will eat my hat live on this show this <laughs> this switch 2 console has to be backwards compatible with switch yep, games that was on my list too yeah has to be this would be like the biggest blunder in the history of the the known galaxy if this did not happen I mean, when you think about it, like, Nintendo has been really good about backwards compatibility with previous um, consoles, so it's like, I don't think they would stop now. I don't think so either. Like, I know that, obviously, the Wii, between the Wii U and the the Switch, that wasn't really, like, a a factor, but 
it's because it went from disc to cartridge. So if you're going to continue with the cartridges, it only makes sense to have with the, the backwards compatibility. And I mean, you could play Wii games on the Wii U, you could play GameCube games on the Wii. Like it, it they've been really good about it in the past and I don't see them my my concern is like all the stuff on the NSO should be able to be compatible on your Switch too. Mm-hmm. Um, I would agree with that as well, and I have more to say on that in just a little bit. But um, I want to get there first. So second okay. thing, and this has already happened with like the newer versions of the Switch, but I I want to see it happen more because I want the uh, like I think the portable is going to be at least OLED size. It's going to have at least that good a screen, but I want it to have better than OLED. So that being said. You got to get that battery life like way up, way okay. up. My switch lasts me like two hours. I have a day one switch. So after, oh, you know, like yeah. after a couple hours of, of gaming, it's like you, the stupid battery flashes. And I'm just like, ugh. I want something that is like beefy, beefy. Okay. Give me like, I don't know. I don't even know what's appropriate. How long does the 3DS last to you? Like, uh, probably... I five, probably six have hours? to plug in about five hours. I'm trying to think of like when I do a playthrough of Ocarina of Time or, right. you know, Spirit Tracks. I would say about five hours is when I need to plug in. Okay, so I would say it has to last at least that long. And this, so this is more of a want. But if they could find a way to sell like like battery packs for it or something. maybe something that you can plug in like an official Nintendo, whatever that you can plug in like on the, on the unit. And it's like, it's a, you know, we were all playing Pokemon go and we all had like the, the portable like battery packs or whatever that we plug into our phones <laughs> so that they didn't die. Give me yeah. that. Give me that, that switch Two compatible <laughs> so that I yeah. can just sit on my arse and play on switch Two on my couch. And, and I'm like, Oh no, it's dying. Wait a second. Glunk. Here's my <laughs> Nintendo Switch 2 battery pack. Yeah! yeah. I got six more hours ahead of me. You know, Nintendo does a really good job with their batteries on their Pro Controller. Something I've noticed because I could sit and play with my Pro Controller for like days on my on my mm-hmm. Switch. But when it comes to my PlayStation 5, that controller doesn't last like six hours. So I'm over here like, oh man, I... I should be taking a break. I shouldn't be playing games for six hours straight. But I'm like, man, I have to take a break. I don't have to take a break with Nintendo's <laughs> controller. So, like, I, ho- I I feel like they can do it with, like, certain things. But they could totally enhance the battery life on the actual console itself. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And so I have a follow-up to that as well. Because off it... So I play, like, 99% in handheld mode on my Switch. Um, and there are times when the thing is about to die. Totally different people. (laughs) Well, as as I've explained before, I don't know if you could see. So, so anybody watching on video, my dog has been kind of walking around in the background here and he really doesn't like coming down to my basement, which is where my TV and stuff is. So Mm -hmm. we try not to, uh, like I, I try not to be down here as much. Right. So like I take my switch with me and I play. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when I'm playing that Nintendo switch battery, which lasts about two hours starts to die. And I'm like, Oh, damn it! I'm, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna bring my my cable. I'm gonna bring it upstairs. However, playing the Switch with that cable plugged into it is the most obnoxious thing because it's right at the bottom. So I don't know about you, but I I play my Switch and I kind of rest it on my chest and I'm like playing my thing. Okay. And you can't do that if it's plugged in. So this is yeah. a simple simple thing. Put that charging port anywhere else except on the bottom of the switch and, okay. I, and i know that you use it to connect it to the dock but i think we could do better now i think that we could maybe like maybe you just like take the switch and you like push it in and lock it in place and the the charging thing is at the back instead of the bottom right so like okay yeah it's it's a simple thing but i think it would be 
I think it would be cool. And if you put your Nintendo Switch 2 battery pack in there, you uh, you wouldn't also be like, it wouldn't be this big clunky thingamajig on, on the bottom that you'd have to grab, right? Mm-hmm. Or like grab around. I'm trying rather. to think um, also because like, where does like, where do you like plug in anything? So say you're on a plane and you don't want anybody to hear your audio. So you plug in headphones. Mm-hmm. Like, is that on the bottom or is that on the top? That's on the top. Okay. Yeah, I didn't write this down, but these these guys better still have a headphone jack. I swear to God, if they go like 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 Android or iPhone where there's no headphone jack, I'm gonna lose my mind. I would love the ability to like Bluetooth to it though. Like if I could get it on my my AirPods. You you have that ability. Okay, I don't. I don't. I didn't know that. So I'm over here using like wired freaking headphones. No, like I I connect my my AirPods to it as well, but like okay. There's some times where you just you need a you need a headphone jack, right? Like yeah. it's better to have it than not have it. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I need to look into that. <laughs> yeah, I, I I use it all the time. Works like a dream, actually. Okay. Cool. Um, okay. So here we go. This is my this is my next uh big thing, and I think it's a want, but it could be a prediction as well. So you you kinda tell me. But I think there's a lot of opportunity to improve that dock. Right now, that okay. dock is kind of like a flimsy piece of plastic that it does its job, but like, yeah. I think we can do better. Um, so one, as I already talked about, I think that we can have like charging ports for Joy-Cons. I think we could have more charging ports for, for our transformer controllers, but I, I think that we could also do better as well. I think that you potentially could add a, uh, like, I don't know, like a, like a 4k module, maybe it's packaged in, maybe it's sold separately. I don't know. But like for people that like have like 4k TVs, like let's get them, let's get them something to be excited about if they have a Nintendo switch too. I think, um, this is definitely a a want. This has never happened, but like, why not like, why not put a, a disc drive in that thing, you know, have it so it can play movies, have it. So God forbid, maybe it could even play Wii U games or something like that. Right. Like (laughs) go for it. Like you've, you've got, like you've got this thing and like I, I think that and maybe this stuff is sold separately, right? Maybe there's like a standard dock and maybe there's like the beefy big mama jama dock and like you could decide whichever one you want to purchase. So if you're a gamer like me, you're in handheld mode ninety nine percent of the time, you're like, whatever, I'm just getting the basic one. But if you're if you're playing on the TV a lot, you're just like, Okay, well I want the souped up version, like let's put some other options in there. Like let's put some other things and I can't think of anything else like off the top of my head, but like I was like, disk drive? Okay, good. Like, uh, like visual upgrades? Good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, like, when it's docked, your your games just run smoother, which I think they do right now anyways, but it's, like, not really that significantly smoother. Um, okay. I, I think there's room there for, I don't know, just for, like, other things, other stuff that you could do with this dock to make your Switch 2 experience much better. I just worry that if they do enhance the dock, it would be more expensive because there was a point where I needed a second dock, but I didn't need a second switch. Right. And it's expensive. It's like $100. Um, I wound up finding a refurbished one on Newegg for like $50, but even still, like that's... I yeah. worry that if you're going to enhance it and you need another, like say you have multiple TVs in the household and you can like put it between the switch your switch to different TVs... I don't want to spend $200 on another dock. Right. I, and I think that's yeah. a fair and legitimate concern. And I yeah. I think I don't really have a counter to that other than just like it, it kind of would be what it would be. And like maybe then you do sell like the standard dock and like the 
the super doc, you know, like the, yeah, the, the, the doc cool. 64 kind of thing. The doc 64. This made me think of something else. Just talking about that is like, there's a bunch of households that need multiple switches because you know, multiple people want to play on them. Yeah. And I think that the switch is like an awesome opportunity to, to have multiple consoles. Cause like, Say you have a household where husband and wife both like both like to play the Xbox. You both you gotta buy two Xboxes or yeah. else you gotta take turns. But if you could both buy like if you could have like a switch deal where you have like get two switches for five hundred dollars instead of six fifty or whatever the ultimate price is gonna be for two of them, I think that would be super cool because there is definitely like a big supply for like a big demand for two or multiple switches in a household. Yeah, I would. Uh... That would be cool. Yeah, I, I would uh, I would agree with that. I think that'd be yeah. be cool. Like, I think if you're gonna sell the dock separately, why not sell the switch separately too? Like, just give people more options to to buy the switch, right? Like, mm-hmm. and you, and package them together, of course, and it's cheaper if you do. But like, why not do that? Yeah. Um. Okay. This one I I'm pretty sure would is pretty likely to happen uh, because I believe it's tied to your um Nintendo online account. But like, if you purchase anything a digital game on the switch make it so that you could just like bring it right over to the switch too. Yeah. Right. Like, because they, you could do that with like the, the DS is when yeah. from DS to 3DS. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have a hard time believing that that wouldn't happen. Yeah. Um, okay. So this, I don't know if this is a want or like, this feels like a want, but it just feels like something that should happen. Like it should have happened for the switch. Um, but like make this thing compatible with discord with netflix with youtube and twitch and i know that eventually we got youtube and twitch for the switch but it, it took like years like day one let's let's have this bad boy have like access to modern features and modern things like that which i don't really think is asking a lot because like i mean for god's sake the wii u had access to netflix it, like the Wii had, you know, some stuff that right. you could get. You know what I mean? And like the Switch just kind of seemed like a little bit of a step backwards in that regard. And, and I don't know. Maybe I get it. Maybe it's because it's tied to what the Switch as a console is. Um, yeah. Because it's less, it's less of like your typical like PC style console. Let's just call them like Xbox or or even the Wii U, and more of like a, I don't know, a handheld, I guess. But like. God, I, like I felt like even on the 3DS, like you had some options to like connect to other apps or whatever. Like you can't even get the weather network on on the Switch, you know? Like let's <laughs> come on, let's let's get something something my, on this. My thing about that is like I don't know why I would need those things on my Switch. Well, okay, maybe maybe for you, but like yeah, if for me, if I can if I can save myself having to get get up off the couch my st- my skin is all sticky to the leather i've got dorito <laughs> crumbs all over me and i'm like ah oh, i got to go switch the the nintendo switch 2 to the playstation 5 so i can watch the latest episode of shit's creek now but i got to because <laughs> switch 2 doesn't have netflix like if i could just stop what i'm playing go to netflix on switch 2 i'm like i'm a happy camper and also like if discord is a part of nintendo switch compatibility say goodbye to those horrible 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 nintendo switch voice apps that you that you are required to use if you want to have voice in like splatoon or whatever right like terrible terrible so like having discord compatibility would greatly eliminate that and then Yeah. yeah like i mean youtube and twitch like that that should just be day one 
stuff, right? Like, I guess in my brain, I'm over here thinking that um, like smart TVs are staples now, but maybe they're not. And maybe people don't have like YouTube or Netflix on their TV like, I don't. directly. No. Okay. No, I don't. Okay. I just thought that was like, I don't know. I just thought that was the age we lived in where everybody had that. But oh, um, then brother, that makes sense. I, I'm like so cheap. I haven't bought a new TV in like 10 years. Okay. Like 10 years. <laughs> I, I hate spending money on a TV. I really do. Because I'm like, I'm not like a tech guy. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, whatever. This looks good. This looks great to me. Yeah. I, I'm i the same where like I go to the, like I go to Best Buy and I look at all the TVs and I'm like, they look all the same, yeah. you know? And so I see the brand I know and what I like. But I also haven't bought like a TV in a while, like maybe seven years, but it still has the stuff on it. So I guess I was just kind of thinking that that was the standard for TVs, but I didn't know that they created, still created well, regular TV. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they do, but I'm sure you're right. I'm sure most new TVs now have all that kind of stuff built in, but like mm-hmm. put the options in anyways, you know, just in case yeah, they don't. Makes um, sense. That makes sense. Totally and I, I will say too, so 10 years ago when I bought my TV, I bought like, I didn't want to spend a lot of money. So I think I only spent like, four or five hundred bucks or something like that so i i bought like obviously not the newest of the line so like i i bought a tv 10 years ago but it was like a 15 year old tv or something like that right but by (laughs) god it still looks fine it looks great yeah so i'm like whatever but the damn thing doesn't have netflix built in so um okay this is another one that just seems bizarre to me that this did not happen but um in terms of like the actual like switch to interface can we like liven it up a little bit? Like maybe some themes, maybe some colors, maybe some yeah. customized, like customizability, if that's even a yeah. word. Um, mm-hmm. and, and like, I personally, I have to, like, I, I don't really care about this to be honest with you, but I know a lot of people do. And it's like, this just seems so easy and it would appease a lot of people. Let's just do it. You know, like, just do it. I miss the Wii U days when you had the little me's running around, making little noises and stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think I mentioned this on a past episode, but the 3DS used to have this little crane game where you could go in and it had a bunch of different little, like, themes. So I always did the Zelda theme ones, and you would get little stickers that would eventually be put on, you could put on your, like, your front home screen mm-hmm. and kind of decorate your screen. And then also they had the, the backgrounds where you could get the background and then you'd play the music. So, like, Hyrule Warriors background, Breath of the Wild background, Majora's Mask background, and then it played the music or made little sounds when you moved around on the 3DS. Like, mm-hmm. that was so cool, and I really customized that. I'd love to have that on the Switch, too. It, like, yeah, like like yeah. anything, right? Like, you've got light mode, you've got dark mode, and yeah. that's it. You, you, yeah, be- that's you it. better like one of them, because <laughs> that's all you get. Um, so, yeah, d- just, like, some more options, like, like you're right. Like the 3ds had like a ton of different options, like a ton mm-hmm. of them, and uh, and were, for whatever reason, I guess they just decided that that wasn't important. Um, okay, so uh, two more for me here. Uh, number one, have Nintendo Switch Online ready day one. Just have it ready. Yeah. Have all the same stuff and like have something new as well. Actually, maybe maybe you get the GameCube games on NSO. I don't know. Maybe there's the DS game. Like something new. Maybe it's Virtual Boy. But like something new, right? Like and, and have it yeah. ready to go day one for people. Yeah, um, I I one hundred percent. I think that's like should be automatic. And the last thing, and and this is I think it's a want, but it should be a prediction. And I am gonna do something I don't know that I've ever ever done on this show here before, but I am going to give the Wii U some flowers on this day. They need to revamp that Nintendo Switch eShop because it is a miserable mess. 
and they mm. should make it like the Wii U. Honestly, the Wii U had an awesome eShop. It was great. You could you could scroll down and it's like there was Mario games, there was Zelda games, there was Animal Crossing games. There was yeah. you could search by genre, you could search by like and it looked nice too. There was like pictures and like it, it looked happy and like if I want to buy if I want to go to the Nintendo eShop right now and and check out what's on sale, I, it's it's horrible. Like you got to go down and you scroll and you scroll and you scroll and you scroll. There's like there's no filters for anything. It's just like and it takes forever to load. It's like this is a mess and like it's like yeah. finding a needle in a haystack. Um, so yeah, they, they got to do something. I agree with that one, but I wonder if it's because they're like the Switch has so many more games than the Wii U ever Switch did. Does have games? <laughs> Switch does have games. But, like, I totally agree. Something else I noticed about the eShop, and, like, I have good Wi-Fi, and I'm connected to my Wi-Fi, but, like, when you go to, like, say you see a, a picture of a game, and you're like, okay, I'm interested in this, and they have a little trailer, it doesn't work. Oh, all the time. It's horrible. All the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, Like, it, it just it needs a complete overhaul. Like, it's just, like, it's just, like, okay, we've got all these games. Slap them into the great deals. Slap them into the new release. Slap them here. Like it's it, there's no thought. There's no nothing. And like, like if I want to search platformers, if I want to search RPGs, like mm-hmm. I could search games with demos. That's actually pretty cool. But like, make you. This needs a complete, complete overhaul. Like a complete overhaul. Make it. I, like go and take a page out of like a, a streaming service or something like that. Go and take a page out of Game Pass. You know, like make yeah. it so that it is navigatable that's that's not a word navigatable sure. yeah whatever um <laughs> it's it's horrible right now it's like honestly it's like you're you know you spent 40 days and 40 nights in the desert looking for the game that you want to play and like eventually you're just like jeez oh, i can't find it so i'm just gonna play this and and while yeah. i'm while i'm kind of making uh ranting about that as well i don't know the logistics behind this but like Maybe, like, there should be a little bit of, like, quality control, too, on some of those games that are allowed in your eShop. I don't know how many times yeah. I've seen, uh, what's it called, like, hentai girls on sale for Nintendo Switch. <laughs> yeah. While I'm scrolling past it trying to find a game that I legitimately want to play. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what the hell is this doing on here? Like, who licensed this? Who who proved this? Like, where's that official Nintendo seal of quality, you know? like Yeah, um, I know exactly what you're talking about. And listen... I have not played Hentai Girls. Maybe it's a maybe it's a charming <laughs> a charming game. But something tells me that maybe in terms of gameplay it leaves a little bit to be desired. But uh yeah, I don't know. That would be my want. Just a, just a complete revamp of the eShop cuz it is uh treacherous right now. And yeah, that's it. Um, that's all I got. That thought brought a thought to my mind is Considering that a lot of people would probably get in the, get the Switch 2 and they had a Switch and they want to transfer data over, like, make that as smooth as possible because yeah. I I hear a lot of, like, horror stories of them switching from Switch to Switch and losing all their data. I do remember um, when I broke my 3DS, it, w- it was pretty easy to transfer the 3DS, the broken one, to the, to the new one. Mm-hmm. But that being said... I don't really give them the benefit of the doubt with that. I agree with you. It, it make it make it easy. Make it easy. Make it, make easy, it simple. Make sure it works. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be calling up Nintendo and being like, "Look, I tried. Something happened. My Switch yeah. is empty now. Nothing came over." Um, Scares I, the heck out of me. I remember that being like, I remember the Wii transfer. I think it was to Wii U. I remember that being easy enough, right? Am I? 
I don't know. The only real transfers that I can think about is the the from the DSs, like the 3DSs. Say you got, um, you had an old DS, 3DS, yeah. and you got the new 3DS. I loved like that transfer was so cute. Had like this little conveyor, and it would drop stuff in, and it was it was mm-hmm. adorable. But yeah. um, yeah. yeah, I guess I guess very generically too, because I don't know a ton about the subject. But I would say I hope the Switch Two has a much much more robust online infrastructure as well. Yeah. Still feels like Nintendo is just lagging behind in that. And and like you know, again, like we kind of talked about with Microsoft, like you buy different consoles for different things, and I think a lot of people that buy Nintendo consoles don't necessarily buy it for online infrastructure mm-hmm. gameplay. But I mean like, you know, let's let's just make it a little bit better too. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Uh yeah, update their 15-year-old servers. Um okay, so th- that was all that I had, Al. Did I skip over anything that you wanted to bring up? No, I think that was basically all I had too. Okay, cool. So I thought that we would kind of have a little bit of fun and and maybe roadmap a few games that could uh, that could pen- potentially come out in the first year of okay. the Switch 2's life. And I really have one on my mind. I have three. I have three that okay. I feel very confident would be coming out in a 12-month period. Let's just say that the Switch 2 releases... I don't know, April 1st of 2024. I think by April 1st, 2025, you'd see these three games at least. Like, obviously, there'd be a ton of games in the first year, but, like, I feel very confident these three would be there. Um, So, what is your number one? So, my number one is the next installment of Animal Crossing, and I think you would want that at launch. Really? Because, yeah, if you really consider how successful New Horizons was, and I know that COVID had a huge part to play in it because literally that game came out when everybody was sent home march 20th 2020 i believe it came out Mm -hmm. and it was so massively successful like i want to um look up the sales for that game but um 32 million or something like that something insane and it's just like it did so well and i think it upped the sale of the switch itself because a lot of people who don't normally like played yeah. that game or switch games or nintendo games came to for that game so i think if you were to have the next installment of um animal crossing because another thing that happened is they stopped updates for it in like 2021 so it's mm-hmm. been almost three years since we've had updates for a game that probably could have gone for like five years of updates i think if you give us that that next game you're gonna sell really well on the switch too um, I agree with everything you said, except I wouldn't put it in year one for the switch. Cause I feel I like, I feel like animal crossing is like a huge, huge killer app. Uh, you're, you're entirely correct, but I don't know that you would need it in the first year of the switch. You'd want it, but like, I wonder if that would be better served for like a big year two or a big year three kind of a game. And I say that because I would be that it would be that game that you could and if they like actually kept up the momentum like they should have done with New Horizons. Yeah, you're right. That's what I'm saying. Like get five years worth of content for that game because you easily could. You're right. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think in my mind, I I think it makes more sense to launch with a different killer app um that is going to be like ideally like supported for like about five years as well or however long you want to support it. Um, I, I feel very, very confident that you're going to see this game maybe like literally for, as a launch title, but like definitely in the first couple months, uh, I know I'm talking about Mario Kart nine. Yeah, I thought so. I, I think now if, if for whatever reason, Mario Kart nine is not ready to go, I think, yeah, 
Animal Crossing is a really, really great substitute. I just I don't know that you need them both though in the first year. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I can I can see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but I I think one of them definitely like would is guaranteed. But I I kind of mm-hmm. lean more towards Mario Kart Nine just because. I mean, really, like, it's been, like, 10 years since the last really new Mario Kart came out. And I know they did a ton of work on Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, uh, which deserves a lot of credit and uh, and whatnot. Yeah. But, but, yeah, I, I think, like, I think Mario Kart 9 is is going to be, like, the big game. And I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be, like, a Nintendo Kart kind of game, honestly speaking. Yeah, I was about to say, like, I'd love to see more character, more Nintendo characters included. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think you could almost replicate, like, what Smash Bros. did, where it was, like, the new character reveal and the new stage and now it's like a new yeah. racer and a new and a new track or whatever like that so i, I yeah. think that could be cool maybe they're i don't know a couple bucks each uh or whatever but i i think that that game is like I, I feel like it's a lock to come out in the first year um as well as metroid prime 4 which i know i did think about that for you too we've we've talked about it endlessly on the omega metroid podcast i think it's coming out this year i think it's going to be playable in 2024 Okay, that's, I, I'm, that's, I'm going there. It's an interesting thought, but I was thinking about it. I'm like, what a, what a, because we were talking about this on our Patreon episode where we were talking about how they kind of held on to Breath of the Wild so they could launch it on the Switch and that kind mm-hmm. of helped like skyrocket the launch of the Switch. Yeah, I feel like having Metroid Prime Four would help skyrocket the launch of Switch Two. Yeah, and, and you know, I kind of feel like it's. Uh, it's almost like a, a symbiotic relationship because uh, I mean, obviously like Metroid is not on the same level as animal crossing, Mario right, Kart, right, right. none of that. Right. So like, I almost feel like, yes, that would definitely help launch the, the switch Two, but I feel like the switch Two would also really help launch Metroid prime four into like the stratosphere, mm-hmm. particularly if it releases early or, or even as like a launch title, because like yeah. you get the switch Two. what am I going to play? There's nothing else coming out for another month. Metroid prime four. Let's go. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I think that that would be a really benefic- mutually beneficial relationship for both console and game. So I feel very confident Metroid Prime 4 is coming out in the first year as well. And I feel very confident that there is going to be, I don't know, let's let's just call it Super Mario Odyssey 2 or yep, whatever the next 3D <laughs> Mario game is going to be. I would bet the farm that that game is coming on the next yeah. uh, Switch 2 because like... Mario Odyssey came out, um, God. Wasn't it a launch title? Seven, for seven years ago, almost. It, it wasn't a launch title, but it came out in October. Oh, it came out in October. That's right. It's almost been, it's, it's going to be seven years this year, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that's a long time between big 3D Mario games. So, yeah. like, I, I think they were, I think they were cooking on that for a while, and I think they were saving it for the Switch too. I would be shocked if you didn't see that game in the first year, especially with, like, Mario Mania going on right now with the uh, the movie and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I agree. I wanted to have, like, Zelda on my list, but I just yeah. don't see it very likely in the first year. I mean, unless they port anything, but... I I agree. Um, yeah. And I could see that. Like, I, I could see them doing, like, a port. I could see them doing, like, the Oracle remakes, like a smaller Zelda game. Mm-hmm. I, I could see that. Or, like, we talked about maybe the Ocarina of Time remake. You could get away with that. That would be fine. But I, I do kind of think, like... Maybe you just want your your big Zelda entry on the Switch 2 to be, like, a, a big entry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, not not like a, a smaller bite-sized entry. Right. Because I feel like when you, like, I feel like when you release a, a port on a console, it kind of takes away from, like, you get that, when you get that, like, mainline game. And I'm thinking of, like, 
the Minish Cap, right? Like, because they released, like, the Link Between, uh, or not the Link Between, um, A Link to the Past remake first. Minish Cap, it felt like not as big of a deal. They released the Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, like, 3D. Link Between Worlds didn't quite feel like as, as big of a deal. Um, okay. At least to me, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I, I don't know, maybe you just, like, save that, you know? Save, save your game. Like, there's nothing wrong with waiting a year or two for Zelda. I agree. One other thing that I did not put on my list either, which I wanted to quickly talk about, was Super Smash Bros. Because I don't I don't know where we go with Super Smash Bros. Like, I was kind of thinking in my head, I'm like, maybe they just released, like, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Complete Edition with, like, all the DLC characters and stuff like that. I think that could mm-hmm. be an option. But, like, do you need to do that in the first year? I'm not sure. And, like, yeah, like, where does a new Super Smash Bros. go now? Like, there's, there's no way you can add more characters. Like... You could add more characters, but, like, you know, does anybody want, like, a 90-character roster for Smash Bros. Ultimate 2 or whatever it's going to be? I don't think so. I don't know. And, like, that, the reveals and stuff were so hype. Like, I could see them getting away with it again, but at the same time, it's, like, it was such a special time for the Ultimate, Yeah. you know, Smash Bros. And then, yeah, like, how do you continue? That's up to them to figure out, though. Yeah, yeah. like, I, I almost think, like, you almost need, like, a... I don't know, like a genre shift almost. It's kind of the same as Mario Kart, though, because they did so much for Mario Kart 8, and the amount of tracks is insane. But it is time for new tracks. It is time for new aspects to Mario Kart. I feel like Mario Kart, though, just has like a really easy path where it's like, okay, we're just going to become Nintendo Kart now. And I don't don't know what the next path for Smash is, because like... Unless they just keep on adding, what like... If they go, what if they go the opposite direction and ma- start making, like, game-specific Smash or something? Uh, yeah, Mario I'd... versus Zelda, and that's it. Maybe. Yeah, you know, that that could work. Um, I don't know. They're gonna... They need to do something, though. That's for sure. Because Smash yeah. is... Smash will come at some point, but, like, what does that look like? I don't know. Um, so I, I could see maybe, like, a port of Zelda. I could see maybe a port of Smash Ultimate. Um, but I, I think the three that you're gonna see for sure... Metroid Prime 4, Mario Kart 9, the next Super Mario game. I wouldn't be super, super shocked if you saw maybe, like, a, like another Mario game, too. Mm-hmm. To just build up on that anticipation. Almost, almost like the, the Mario Rabbids game came out in the first year of the Switch. It was, like, kind of a spinoff, like, but so it didn't compete necessarily with, like, Mario Odyssey, but it was still, like, a Mario game that came out. Um, other than that, I think it, it's, like, wide open with what they could what they could release. And like, I'm thinking back to the first year of the switch. There was like breath of the wild. There was Splatoon. There was uh, uh Xenoblade. There was Odyssey. There was Mario Rabbids. Like there was all this amazing stuff that came out. And yeah. I think that they're gonna, I think they're going like all in on the first year of switch Two as well. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, anything else that uh, we did not cover about the new switch rumors and predictions and desires. I'm just kind of, like, excited for it. Like, I'm ready for it to happen. And maybe it's just because I know that we don't really have a lot of news coming to us here soon, anytime soon. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm ready for the new wave of Nintendo, I guess. I am ready as well. I I can't wait. Okay, before we get out of here, I want to plug something. It's not not even mine. It's not my stuff. Oh. I've been reading um, this book. It's called The Tetris Effect. And uh, it is absolutely captivating i think i talked last week that we covered the tetris movie on virtual theater right 
You talked to me about it. I don't think we talked about it on the episode. Though. Oh, okay. Um, so this book is by Dan Ackerman, and it is basically about the origins of Tetris, and it kind of takes you through. And this sounds a lot, it's a lot more fascinating than you probably think, because it's like this geopolitical kind of like, it's almost like a thriller, because like you, you have Tetris that was, of course, invented uh, or created in the, you know, the dying days of the Soviet Union and, and everything like that, and like trying to get that out of the Soviet Union. And like there's all these like crazy negotiations, and you find out about... Uh, Alexei Patinoff and, and how he created this game. It's very, very cool. Very riveting stuff. Mm. So anybody looking for like a cool game, a uh, cool game, a cool book about a game that has some Nintendo ties to it as well, you should uh, you should check this out. It reminded me a lot of Console Wars, which I also absolutely loved, which was about the, you know, the Sega versus Nintendo rivalry back in the day, which was, I thought, a riveting read as well. So um, yeah, you guys should check out the Tetris Effect. It's like uh, 20 bucks. You should, you know, give it a spin. Oh, really thanks. cool. All right, Al and I, we did a, a show the other day, and uh, that show right now is available on our Patreon channel. It's, uh, it's talking about the best, uh, the top love interests of Link, and uh, we also talked about the best Zelda reveals of all time. So that, my friends, is over on our Patreon channel, uh, patreon.com forward slash spnet, the ZeldaCast Top 10s, new episodes every single month, so go and check that out. Go and check us out over on Twitter. We are at the ZeldaCast, at Spateri316, at Allison, Aletha, and, uh, you know, give us a follow over on Blue Sky. Give us a follow over on Threads. We're we're all over the place, so go and check us out. And go and check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Like, subscribe, recommend, rate, review, all of that good stuff. We want you to do it. And, of course, if you've got a Zelda fan in your life, tell them where they can get their weekly Zelda fix. And, uh, and yeah, I think that's all the plug-in that we got to do for today. We are going to get out of here. We are going to be back next week. So until then, everybody, take care. Bye.